Are we not clapping to the Lord? What a powerful song. Let all my enemies turn back. I see your enemies turning back for you in the name of Jesus. As a marvelous God, our great King, the Father of all grace, the God of all flesh, the lover of our soul, the forgiver of our sins, the lifter of our hearts, and the Savior of our spirits. We bless you this morning. Father, we stand before you today as individuals, as a family, and as a church, and we express our gratitude to you. We are not taking the happenings in our lives for granted. We have studied and we have recognized that you have been good to us. Therefore, we say, receive all the praise and receive all the glory. We have come as we are, Lord. We pray that you bless us through your word. Let your spirit touch our lives. Every burden we came here with, we decree by your word, it is lifted in the name of Jesus. We are living this place as free men and free women with your power and your impact in our lives. Bless us this morning and glorify yourself in our lives. We honor you, Lord. We bless you. Speak to us, Lord. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 Can we give a big, big, big clap of honor to the Lord? Hallelujah. Are we not clapping to the Lord? What a great blessing. Amen. Amen. Help me tell the person as you, it is good to be in the house of the Lord. And tell us, I believe your life will never be the same. Tell the person, this week the Lord shall be good to you. Now watching. No, say it with conviction and say it with understanding. This week, the Lord shall be good to you. How many of you are excited to be in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah. Another big, 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 big clap of one to the Lord. We are not tired of clapping to the Lord. He has given us hands to clap. Amen. Amen. What a great joy and what a great blessing. It's always a great joy to appear before his presence. And you see, when you find yourself privileged to be in his house, you must always count yourself blessed. Yeah. It's a blessing. Because he has enabled you to be here. And what a great joy. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at the scriptures our sister Mrs. Boache read for us. First Corinthians chapter number 5, the verse 10, we follow the others. And Hebrews chapter number 6, with Hebrews 6, I'll start from the verse 7. So First Corinthians chapter number 5, reading from, I mean, Second Corinthians rather, please forgive me, Second Corinthians 5, the verse 10. Now, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. I think we've spoken about this last week by the grace of God. That there are two different judgments. We have what we call the judgment seat of Christ, which is called the Bema, where Christians or those who have given their life to Christ will be awarded according to their works. And there's another judgment. There's another judgment called the judgment of the great white throne. That is where the judgment of the world, we are not part of that judgment. It's a judgment of condemnation that when God is punishing people or sending people to hell, he will tell them the reason why he's sending them. And each and every one will know his or her. I mean, it's basically a judgment of punishment, a judgment of condemnation. So two judgments. Number one, the bema, what is the judgment seat of Christ? It's a judgment of rewards that all the things we did for God as Christians will be rewarded. And the judgment, which is the other one, which is the, the great white throne, that's the, the judgment of condemnation for the worldly people or those that did not accept Christ Jesus. Two different judgments. Make so this scripture is in, in particular is for those of us or Christians who are going to be rewarded, which is called the Bema seat. Each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or what? Bad. You can be a Christian and still do a bad thing. <laughs> exactly. Now go back to Hebrews chapter number 6, reading from the verse 7. So all of us shall appear before the, the Lord and we shall receive our rewards according to our works and according to whatever we did for him while in the body. And please, you must understand that we serve a God who will never forget your works for him. 
Whatever you do for God, he will never forget them. And that is the interesting about God. The interesting part about God. People do things for you and they forget. Is that not so? Or you do things for people and they forget. That's human being. But when you do something for God, God will never forget it. For the earth which drinks in the rain, that often comes upon it, and bears herbs useful for those by whom it is cultivated. Look at this scripture carefully. Now, when it rains, two, two, we always see two groups of people. Those who complain about the rain and those who are excited about the rain. Now, if you are not a farmer, you will never see the benefits of rains. Especially when you are in dire need of rains. So when it rains, what others are crying, others are also celebrating. Now the scripture is saying here that God brings the rain. But when God brings the rain, it benefits those who have cultivated the land. So what is a problem for you is a blessing for others. So now what you do, you see, unfortunately, many people, if you are not cultivating your land or if you are not working for God, when opportunity comes, you will never see it. It pass you by. Because God is showering rains or blessing upon people, but it will only benefit those who are cultivating the land. Look at that's what it says. For the earth which drinks in the rain that often comes upon it and bears herbs useful for those by whom it is called. So it is only useful for those who are cultivating the land. So if you are idle, doing nothing, when the blessings of God comes, it will pass you by. When, you see, let me tell you, if you are not working for God, if you are not useful in the kingdom, when opportunities come, you can never locate and see them. What you see as a problem is a blessing for someone. From today, may you cultivate your land. Amen. I said, may you cultivate what God has given to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Those who cultivate will do what? Will receive the blessing of the word, and which what is that blessing? The rain, because you are cultivating, because you are doing something, you are working, you are doing this, you are doing that, you are doing that, and God brings the rain, the opportunity. God is raining blessings everywhere. I'm telling you. You think you are not blessed? Let me tell you, God blesses people. How many of you know God blesses people? I'm telling you, God blesses. You don't need any juju money. You, you don't need any sugar daddy or sugar mommy to help you. God blesses people. You don't need to live wrong to be blessed. God can bless you whilst you do what is right. You don't need that. God blesses. God prospers. God increases. God multiplies. God better lives. God. Hallelujah. Amen. Go to verse 8. Please run. But if it bears tongues, that's for those who are not working, and prayers, it is rejected and yet to be cursed. Whose end is to be burned? So you're not fruitful. But beloved, we are confident of better things. Concerning you. Everybody say concerning me. Concerning me. But Paul is saying here that we are very confident about you in particular. But you are not like those who are not cultivating their land. And they are just sitting down. And their lands are bearing only tons and breasts. He said no. But you, we are confident of you of this. Yes, things that accompany salvation. Though we speak in this manner. Ro. Listen, for God, can we all read the scripture together? One to go. For God is not unjust to do what? To forget your what? And labor of love, which you have shown toward his name. You are doing it because of the name of the Lord, in that you have ministered to the saints and you do minister. I didn't do it today alone. I continue to do. And whatever you are cultivating, you are, cultiv you are cultivating your land by ministering to God, by ministering to his people, by serving God, serving his people. And he said, the rains will come upon you. God will never forget. Your labor, your works. He used two things. For God is not just to forget your labor. There's a difference between labor and work. Work is doing what has been given to you. Normal work, you come and sweep, you come and clean the church, you do whatever you do, you're ushering, that's your normal work. But labor is when you go deeper, you go beyond your normal work. Now, and the scripture says, God is not unjust to forget your work and your labor of love. 
I want to assure you, we serve a God who never forgets. Amen. God will never forget you. God rewards. Let me show you a scripture. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 38. About a man called Hezekiah. Talking about how God remembers things. This man was destined to die. He was not well. He was destined to die. Hezekiah 38 from verse 1. Please roll, roll, roll for me. For me. Now, in those days, Hezekiah was sick and near to death. And, as, and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and you will not live. You are going to die. Yeah, and this is spoken by a whole pro, a nation's prophet. God said you will die. <laughs> then listen to me. Hezekiah didn't talk to Isaiah, but he turned to the wall. God can use men to speak, but you can also speak to God yourself. Then Isaiah turned his face toward the wall. Because where it has gotten to, I don't need any man. It's, I have to confront God myself. We all know yeah, God. Dude, not, he turned his face to the wall and prayed to who? Not to Isaiah. And prayed to the Lord. Listen to his prayer. And said, oh, remember now. Oh, Lord, I pray. How I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is what? In your sight. And he wept bitterly. Verse 4. And the word of the Lord came to Isaiah again. I don't think Isaiah even left. Whilst he spoke and he was about to leave. And Isaiah turned to the wall. And as he was praying, Bible said that the Lord spoke to Isaiah again. He said, go and tell him. And tell Hezekiah, that says the Lord, the God of your father, David, I mean David your father, I have heard your prayers. I have what? What was in the prayers? How I have walked before you and I have done what is what? What is right? What I have done for you. God always remember what you do for him. He will never forget. Remember me in prayers. Remember me as you talk to me and God will remember you and do something in your life. Let me ask you, what are you doing for God for God to remember you forever? Remember! Ask chapter 10 talks about um, a man called Cornelius. The Lord spoke to him. He said, Cornelius, your offerings and your givings has come before me as a memorial. And God sent a servant, a prophet, a man of God, Peter, to his house to save them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Go with me to I Acts chapter number 9. A very powerful scripture there about a certain lady called Tabitha. Acts 9 from 36 through 42. How God remembers. And at Joppa, there was a certain... Give me the NIV. Let's use the NIV throughout. In Joppa, there was a, a disciple named Tabitha, which when translated... To Docas, who was always, always what? Doing good. Always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died. And her body was washed and placed in upstairs room. Hmm. The leader was near Joppa. So when the disciples heard that Peter was a leader, they sent two men to him and asked him, please come at once. Please, something has happened here. Somebody is dead. That person is, supposed, is not supposed to die. <laughs> come God this particular lady is very useful in the kingdom she has been helping she has been assisting she has been doing this she can't just die something must be done then Peter went with them how can you tell an apostle to come quickly who are you he can come at his own leisure time but they send instructions please you can't allow this woman to die we are not burying this woman because when she leaves the church in Joppa I'm sorry, in leader, we are, we are at a loss. See, me, there are certain people in the church when they are not there, it's like a whole thousand people are out. Please help me as a person. How useful are you in the kingdom? Please, once again, as a person, when you are not there, are we going to feel your absence? Have you heard about the word Ademsa? Have you heard about Ademsa? It's, it's an international word, Ademsa. <laughs> it is she with uh, mixing, mixing Ademsa. Ademsa. Peter was <laughs> And when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. So she was helping the people in the church, she was helping the kingdom. Peter sent all out of the room, out of the room, and he got down on the, on his knees and prayed, turning toward the, the dead woman. He said, "Tabitha, get up." She opened her eyes, 
and see Peter. She sat up. Amen. He took her by the hand and helped her to the feet. Then he called the believers and the widows and presented her to them alive. Amen. Wow. Tell the person, my works will keep me alive. Oh, as I look at tell the person, my works in the kingdom will keep me alive. If this had been any other person apart from Dorcas, they would not send for Peter to come. I'm telling you. What are your works in the kingdom? What are you doing for God? For God is not just to forget your works and your labor. How are you laboring? What are you doing? What work are you doing in the kingdom for God to reward you? May God have mercy on all of us. Amen. Now, how do I receive rewards? How do I receive crowns? How do I receive blessings from God? How do I receive treasures in heaven? How do I do that? And please, no matter who you are, no matter your age, no matter your size, you can work for God. You can do something for God. No matter what. No matter what. There's a story about, um, I've forgotten the name of the, that man of God, who had a revelation. Very great evangelist. Great, great evangelist. And he had a revelation that he was taken to heaven. When he got to heaven, an angel took him by the hand and were just going around. This is, uh, he mentioned certain people's name. This, uh, this man of God's house, very huge. Or oh, this another, this, this man of God's house, very huge building. Then he, he mentioned a lady that this man of God knows in his church. An old woman, I think about 85 or so. Oh, this is this woman's house. He said, ah, but this woman's house is big. He said, let's go. Took him by another hand and showed him, this is your house. When the man of God compares his house to the, this woman's house, his own was even smaller. The woman's house was twice or three times as his own. Then he asked the angel, why? What have I been doing in the kingdom? I've been winning souls. He said, let me tell you. People come to your crusades to be saved because of this woman. He said, how? He said, this woman supports with her money. And at the same time, one of the most things she does, this woman uses her time because she can't walk. She's an old woman. She uses her time praying for you at the crusades. People shall be saved. People come to know the Lord. So he shares in the work you did. You only want to preach. But this woman stands and fast and pray for you so that souls shall be saved. When is the last time you pray for somebody to be saved? May God help all of us. Amen. How do I get rewards in heaven? Treasures in heaven. Last week, you look at just two of them. For, this, for the sufferings for Christ. The, how you suffered for him. I'll talk about it a little bit. And number two, so winning. When you turn many unto the Lord. It doesn't have earthly rewards alone, but it has eternal Number three today, which I'm sharing with you, the third thing that can bring you treasures in heaven, that when we appear before God, when we appear before the beamer seat, God will look at you and say, faithful and good servant, this is your reward. What is the next thing that will bring you that reward? In Mark chapter number 10, the verse 21. Look at it, Mark 10, 21. About this, a very wonderful story about Jesus and this rich young man who came to Jesus and wanted to be saved. And he asked Jesus, what shall I do to be saved? Listen to what Jesus told him. Jesus looked at him and loved him. You have a good heart. One thing you lack, he said, go and sell everything you have. And do what? Give to the what? The to the poor. And you will have treasure in where? Heaven. Then come and follow me. Now, so you're giving to the needy or you're giving to the poor. Doesn't only bring you earthly blessing, but also brings you eternal treasures. One day Jesus said, The poor you are always going to have with you. Sometimes you can't explain the poverty of certain people. But God shows us and God directs us to give to the poor. When especially those you, I mean, any opportunity that you see around you to help those who are in need, the best you can do it. 
Even sometimes your helping of the poor must always be sometimes must be directed by God. But you must have a heart for the poor. You must have the heart for the needy. When you see people down, when you see people low, it must move you. Nobody's down. I mean, being down doesn't help you to go up in any way. Sometimes we want, we want to keep people at low level. So because we think that when the people are low, we also become bigger. No! But it's a blessing that if you're at the top, you can help people who are at the down to come to your level. It's a grace. It's a blessing. I'm telling you. People must be able to trace their blessing through you. People must be able to trace their food on their table through you. People must be able to trace their education through you. Our, and let me tell you, one of our daughters, I don't want to mention her name, we started taking off her others. I think that JHS or so, I think something like that. We took her through JSS. The test sponsored her before this free SHS came. We took her, and when she went to uh, um, um, SHS at Nifan Secondary, the church took care of her. Took everything. After finishing the SHS, she said she wanted to do some university course. The church paid for it, everything. And I was there recently, and she said, please, uh, 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 what's your mobile number? And I, 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 so I want to send you some credit. And it, she sent me 20 CDs. The way I was so touched, I was. I said, "Wow!" And I see your first software sending the twenty. Twenty cities credit. What a blessing. Amen. What? And I know that she's doing it because of what God has also done for her. Help the needy. Help. Let somebody come up because of you. Somebody trace her blessing because of you. Give me, give me some forty-one. Verse 1. Please, Sarah. Blessed is he who regard for the what? The That's weak. the word poor. Give me the, maybe you can get it much better. The New King James. Yeah. Blessed is one who considers the what? The Bible oh. uses the, the word weak for the poor. Blessed is a man who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. Amen. What a blessing. What a blessing. May your heart go for the needy. Yeah, May your heart go for the poor. May your heart go for the less privilege. May you be in a position to be able to help. Please listen to me. No matter who you are, you can reach your hand to somebody. No matter how low you are, somebody is more lower than you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And sometimes God brings such opportunities away to help the need, to help the poor. And yet we close our eyes. And let me tell you this. Especially those we are supposed to help who are in needy are those in the church. It begins with those in the church. Galatians 6.10. Hurry up. Anything that you want to do for anybody outside God's family, you must do it inside first. Therefore, as we have opportunity, may God bring opportunities on your way. Amen. Oh, I hear you have gone home. Through you, may people get jobs to do. Amen. When you find opportunity at your office, opportunity. Ah, I have a church member. Let me fix him. Even sometimes they are stubborn, but let me fix. Sometimes they, they betray you. Let me still fix. We don't give up. We are still fixing. No, they are sorry, Baba. I hear you have gone home. Right here. We are still fixing. As we have, may God bring up. You see, let me tell you this. When you make yourself available to help those who are in their faith, you want to help them. God always brings opportunities on your way. Let me tell you, there are opportunities in this world. Though. God will create opportunities for you. God will create chances for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said, glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all men. Especially to those who are of the household of faith. So our help begins from here. I'm looking to the church. Amongst us. Is there anybody I can help? Is there anybody I can assist? Is there anybody I can do something for? Is there anybody I can pray for? Is there anybody I can help? Is there anybody I can assist? Is there anybody? Is there anybody? One of our members told me some time ago, is it last year or two or so? The moment the lady joined the church, she said, please, can I have some people I can help? How many years now? Two years. He said, I want to give 500 every month. And for the past two years, this person has been doing this. So we took some people, from, is it from here? And the other branch. We took two people from here. We took one person from the other branch. We, we asked for the pastor, those who have dying needs, who can't even take care of themselves. And the church took one from there, which uh, this lady is, apart from the ones church, the church is doing. May you have a heart for people. Amen. Hey, I hear you have gone home. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look for who to give to you. Look for who you can give to. And if you shed your web wall, no matter your, your level, I said somebody is still lower than you. I'm found this in your 
I'm telling you. Just recently, I was in Kumasi within the week. And um, I happened to visit my sister. And um, I saw one of my uncles of Abedu. I knew him when he was a farmer over, over, over so many years, about 40 years, when I was a little boy. And I said, why are you in at uh, Debi's place? He said, oh, I'm looking for... I've been here for the past three months. He's at Kasapin. You know Kasapin? What is Kasapin? So the Benimho. But the others don't know. Kasapin. Kasapin is not a language, it's a town. Over 40 years from Kasapin. So for now, oh, yeah, there was a lot of people who said, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to 50 cities. I was telling somebody yesterday this, and I'm like, I was, I said, ah, 50 cities. And the Africa, I said, because I pay 45 from KJT. I said, man, I'm talking KJT. From KJT, I said, because I pay 45 cities. Now, five cities, you have to be in the view of consumption at 30. I'm not reading your name. 45 cities, 50. Nitty. The moment, I mean, I was so angry at myself. What kind of life is this? What kind of world are we in? What kind of world is this? I said, tick, 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 tick. May God give you a heart for the needy, the heart for the poor. It comes back as a blessing to you. And as you do that, let me tell you this. You see, the reason why you have treasures in heaven is that because the poor you are helping, you can't get anything from him back. So God turns it, it shall be a blessing for you in eternity. What a great blessing. What a great blessing. They are not taking, the church is not taking anybody for the, the person to come and take off. No, 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 no. One of the branch pastors was telling us, oh, we help people and we don't see them in the church. I said, hey, as for here, we have seen it. Uh, don't worry. We are not doing it for them. We are doing it for God. And God has said, we are bringing us a blessing back to us in the name of Jesus. Receive that grace to help the needy. Amen. Tell the person that you are not the needy. You are not the needy. Tell the person you are not poor. You are rich in Christ Jesus. But as you see me in any situation, which is no good, may God touch your heart and come through for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said glory to God. Hallelujah. So as you give to the poor, it becomes a blessing for you. Number two, giving to the poor. Number three, giving to promote the work or the kingdom of God or the work of God. Haggai 1, 2 to 11. Please hurry up. Give me the NIV. Giving to promote the work of God, the kingdom of God. Giving to assist the work of God. This is what the Lord Almighty says. These people, the time, these people say, the time has not come for the Lord's house to be built. That it, the people were complaining, oh, there's nothing, I mean, we'll do the work of God, we'll give to support the work of God, we'll give to build, we'll give to buy land, we'll give to support people, we'll give to advance the work of God, but the time is not now. It's not yet. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Hagar and said to them, let me tell you, everybody here, let me tell you, is it time for you yourself to be living in your panel houses? You say it's not time, but you are building for yourself. You can't give money for the church to do anything, but you are doing things for yourself. You, you are building for yourself. You are buying blocks. You are buying cement. You are doing this. You are supporting, but you can't support the things of God because you say it's not now. You're not ready. I want to finish building my house first before I give anything to you. This was their problem. Is it time God asks, is it time for you and for yourself to be living in your panel houses while this house remains in rooms that the work of God is left just like that? Nobody's supporting. People are not ready. Those who can give are not ready to give because they are concentrating on themselves. Now, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Be very careful. There's nobody here like that. Amen. Hey, are you here like that? No. Minus you. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but have harvested little. You eat, but never enough. Where did the sinner come do? You drink. But you have never full. You put on clothes, but are not warm. The money you're supposed to give to me, you used to buy a dress. God says the dress, it won't no, even fit you. You become ugly in the dress. I'm telling you. Your makeup will become like a corpse. He said, but you, you drink, but you're never satisfied. You put on clothes, but you are not warm. You are not warm. You, look, you want to look nice. You want to feel attractive. You want to join the fashion parade, but you don't look nice. You don't look nice. God's all about you. Beauty 
come from God. Oh, come from God. It's not by sometimes they say that beauty is in the no, 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 no. They say that it's, it's in the shop. It's not only in the shop. When God is not in it, no matter the jewels you buy, no matter the dress you buy, it nobody will say anything. <laughs> you earn wages. Only to put them in a purse with holes in it. Because you are refused to give to God. God creates holes. Not God. Let me put it that in another things. Your money is just wasted. Because you have refused that the, the, the things about God doesn't move you. Look at what we are doing at the chairman. We are trying to, to establish a church there. Is it for me? No. Hey, is it for me? No. And let me tell you, God is my witness. There is nothing of this church that bears my name. I don't own anything in this church. Even the school. My name is not my name. When we were registering the school in those years, they were looking for those to sign. Myself and Susan, only we are the only one. When you look at the church, it's not my my wife's name is not on anything of this church. Nothing. Nothing. Even the school, when you want to sign a check, if Adam doesn't sign, we can't withdraw money. I'm not a signature to the the source to the school's account. No. If Adam, she's not in this branch, in another branch, if she doesn't sign, ask them, they will tell you. We can't withdraw money. Every money goes through the bank. Look at the church's account. If the, the church's account, if, like Jonathan, he's here. Last week we were begging him to sign a certain check for her because if he doesn't sign, I can't sign any check. Three people must sign before we can withdraw money. There is nothing of the check that I owe. I, but God has given me a heart to do the work for him. And we must support and make the thing to work. Make it to work. Make it to work. I own nothing. And God is my witness. I own nothing. My name, the apartment here, my name is not on it. The apartment at Ajayokojo, there's nothing bears my name. None of the plots of the church bears my name. None of them. What belongs to church doesn't belong to me. When I'm dead, God, none of my children will come and claim this. I've told them. If anybody make your attempt, God will kill all of you. None. I'm telling you, none of them belongs to me. We only get a little from it. For God used to be a blessing for us. When we are gone, we leave it for those who continue the ministry and they continue the church. That's how it works. I don't owe anything. Church property is not my property. Amen. So sometimes, people need understanding to know what they are giving to. Somebody saw a document somewhere in a particular office. He said, ah, don't do that. Don't do that. I want to advise you. <laughs> a pastor. He said, let me tell you. He mentioned something. I don't want to mention any pastor. It's in a man of God's name. Who has this? We have, I want to mention anybody. He said, this one, he has shares. This one, this one, this one, this one owns the university. He owns this for him. By doing by church money. Then one day he has somebody. Are you the one who established the church? One established the church. Where were you? We all have different directions. We all have where God is leading us. You are not doing it for me. You are doing it for who? For God and his work. It's not anybody's property, whatever. May God have mercy on all of us. Amen. Hallelujah. Go up into the mountains. Go to work. As you go to your work, as you go to your offices, you bring down timber and, uh, and build the houses. Now there's no timber anywhere. The timber is your money. You can't go to Casapin to cut timber and bring. No, 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 no. Now, what you used to buy the timber is money. So that I may take... Ah, may God take pleasure in your seeds. Amen. May God take pleasure in your offerings. Amen. And be honored. Say as the Lord. No, it's okay. We don't want to hear this one again. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter... The book of Luke. Chapter 12. 27 through 34. Please hurry up. Luke 12, 37. I'm sorry, 27 through 34. Given to promote the kingdom. Luke 12, 27. Now, consider how the ladies grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Jesus was telling them about those who are looking for material things of the world and they're forgetting about things of God. Even Solomon was not arrayed. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. Don't let all your life be about yourself, yourself, yourself. How do I do this? How do I get a land? How do I build? How do I do this? 
For the pagan world runs after such things, and your father knows that you need them. Verse 31. But seek ye what? His kingdom. Kingdom, the kingdom of God, and this all things will be given to you as well. Amen. So God is saying that let the kingdom, let the work of God become your priority. And as you do that, I will supply every need, whatever you want. Hallelujah. How supportive are you about the kingdom? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mark 9, 31. Please, sir. Mark 9. The verse 41, please. Mark 9, 41, please. Sorry. Mark 9, 41. I tell you the truth. Anyone who gives a cup of water in my name because you belong to Christ will certainly lose his word. And anybody who is helping the kingdom, who is advancing the kingdom, your help and your assistance must go to that person. Now I'm telling you. Anybody who, has, who is advancing the kingdom, working in the kingdom, your substance must go to that individual because it's also like directly you have given to advance the work of God. So when you give to any of the pastors here, if you give, if you give to me, you are advancing the kingdom. Is that also? You should never give to anybody whilst you have not given to your pastor first. You, for, I mean, somebody was telling me, he said, somebody came and I want to give a seed and a, I just want to sow into that pastor's life. Then ask the person, when was the last time you gave me money? I said, how much is it? He said, thousand. He said, no, 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 I don't want thousand. Men, I'm a preacher today. Well, I guess preacher, no, no, buy a nanan and son, no, I'm a thousand. We are weak, we three more Listen to me. Whatever you have never given to me before, you should never give to any, any man of God. God will never accept that. You, you can never be blessed by that. Any money you are giving to any man of God apart from me or before me has gone waste. Ashe. Ashe. Now I'm telling you. The honor you can't give me if you give to any man of God, Ashe. This is scriptural. This is scriptural. God was so clear. He said, the things you're supposed to give to your parents, if you say you, uh, you bring it to me, he said, take it back to your parents. And the things you're supposed to give to me, if you give to your parent, you are failed. The proper thing must be what? Must be done. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We must be good to all men, especially those in the household of what? Of faith. So you start from where you're supposed to start. First things first. Please tell the person, first things first. Help me as a person. When's the last time you gave the pastor's a seed, or any of the pastor's a seed. Ask the person that's you. When was the last time? What's you trust? Ask the don't buy your head. Ask the person. When was the last time? Hallelujah. Amen. So give to advance the work of God and all those who are working in the kingdom. You shall never lose your reward in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, some of the rewards are referred to in the scriptures as crowns. So let's look at them quickly. So I want to look at just about um Six crowns that will be done very soon. Number one, the imperishable crown. As you work for God, what some of the, the rewards, some of the treasures are referred to as what? As crowns. And the first crown, which I want to share, is what we call the imperishable. First Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. First Corinthians 9. And uh, give me the okay, the end of it is fine. First Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Now, do you not know? That in a race, all the runners run. Don't forget, I told you that all of us are in a race. But only one gets the prize. Then he said, run in such a way as to get the prize. Don't just run in the race. You're not running for a prize. All those who are running for a prize are running with focus. He said, do not know, don't you know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize. Now he said, but you, 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 run in such a way that as you get do what, you get the prize. 
Because if you want to run in such a way, you want to go this way, you want to cap that way, you want to talk, you want to be watching those playing and those watching you, please, you can you run the race, but you don't get anything. So we are looking for a prize. Roll. Everyone who competes in the games goes into straight what? Training. This is what Paul is talking about. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we, we are also running for a crown, but we are doing it to get a crown that will do what? Last forever. So in your race and in your walk with God, you are running a race. It's in Hebrews chapter number 12. I'll talk about it briefly. As you run the race, you must understand that you are running towards a price, which is the crown. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave. So that, it talks about discipline. It talks about controlling yourself. So that after I preach to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the price. Listen to what Paul, this, this crown is called the imperishable crown. This imperishable crown is for those who keep their bodies under control and discipline them. This particular craft for the imperishable is for those who keep their bodies under control. Let me tell you, if you leave this your body, the things you do to shock you. Well, because ah, you look at yourself and be, even be shocked at yourself. Ah, so am I the one doing this? You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. If you leave this body, listen to what Paul said. But I Beat, that's the discipline. I beat her. You can't do this. I deny, I beat my body and make it my what? You should not become a slave to your body. Your slave must become your body must become a slave to you. It's not your body that must control you. I want to go here. I want to be here. I want to do this here. No! If you are not tech, I mean, if you don't control your body and discipline and beat it, you may run, but you will never get any reward. There's another teaching I want to bring, but it, it, it sounds, I have to take my time to teach you on that. About who will make it to heaven. Because sometimes people think that when you lie, you'll not go to heaven. So or because I've lied, I won't go to heaven. We'll, we'll get deep, deep into that. And it should be, be more clearer and better for all of us. Very much important. How disciplined are you when it comes to your body? Paul says, I can't live anyhow to get a reward. I will appear before God, all right? But when we appear before Christ and he's giving the crowns, Osofo, heaven do not call you Osofo. Take your crown. This is your crown of self-discipline. Eat it. Your crown of discipline. Rita, your crown of discipline. Yima, your crown of discipline. Because you're able to discipline your body. There are those who are using their bodies for anything. Anything goes. Help me as a person. What, what, what is entering your body? What has been entering your body as a person? I said, ask the person, what, what has been entering your body? Glory to God. Yeah. Paul said, I can't live anyhow and get a crown. And get a reward. He said, I need to deny myself of many, many pleasures. I need to deny myself of things that doesn't bring glory to God. This is the most important part. Paul said, I can say, I mean, I can do whatever I want. I can say whatever, everything about God and still not live right. I can do everything for God. That's what he says. And I will still not live right. That's what he says. He said, I have preached that I preach that I myself will not be disqualified for the price. You have made it all right, but you are disqualified. You didn't get any price. You have run. All the things we do in secret and the evil in our hearts. 
which we have not repented from shall be revealed. Don't forget, it's within the contest. All the sins in secret and the evils in our hearts we have not repented from. 1 Corinthians 4 verse 1 to 5. Please, let's, let's fast. My time is up. So then, men ought to regard us as servants of Christ. Are we servants of Christ? Are we servants of Christ? Hey, why is the place so quiet like that? Are we servants of Christ? So then, men ought to regard us as servants of Christ and as those who entrust us with the secret things of God. Now, it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. I care very little if I am judged by you or by any human court. Indeed, I do not even judge myself. My conscience is clear, but that does not make me innocent. It is the Lord who judges me. It means that Paul said, I can't refer to any sin I've committed in my life. No, that I've did this, I've done that, I've did this. I've, no, 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 I've never, I can't remember that. But even yet still, I'm still not sinless because I've not been made perfect. Verse 5. Therefore, judge nothing before that appointed time. Wait till the Lord comes. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness. Did you hear that? And will expose the motives of men's heart. Let me tell you, most sins people commit are sins of the heart. I'm telling you. Sometimes we, 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 we look at the physical ones. But if you know the things that those who don't do certain things do in their hearts, the motives of them of man's heart. How is your heart? How is your heart? The bitterness, the unforgiveness, the quarrel, the jealousy. You see somebody wearing something and your heart beats. Ah. You insult people in your heart. One day we're doing some forays. I think when we were the other side. And I, I called for a certain amount at the beer bar day. And somebody was walking. And the person has always been coming. And somebody was sitting beside somebody. I said, ah. And the person, after said, the other person came to tell me. Look at the heart. They will not tell you. But people are bitter. People are envious. People are jealous. Your heart is full of jealousy. Bitterness. Pain. Anger, unforgiving. Somebody is offended three years ago, you are still wounded by it. These are things. Can you see it? For the physical eyes? That's what it says. Therefore, judge nothing before the upon the time. Wait till the Lord comes. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motive of man's heart. I'll preach about this next week. Because whatever we do for God, the motive matters a lot. The motive of your heart, the things you the things you are thinking about, about people, the unforgiving, the bitterness, the pain, the lust in the heart. Physically, you have not fornicated, but you fornicate more than everybody. We condemn those who do it physically, but your own is worse. I like the way Pastor Hesba said the place is quiet. You talk righteous, but what is in your heart is full of bitterness. You are smiling with people, but you hate them. Yeah, I'm telling you, we do all, we do it all the time. <laughs> oh, so full, so full. I told you a story about um, when a man died. I mean, the, the child died. We went to visit the man. We went with pastors. And we went. When we got there, this, all of us started. One, one, one pastor amongst us, he asked for him, he was crying. Oh, my brother, I'm with you. Oh, God, have mercy. Lord, why do you allow this to happen? And the man of the God said, please, I'm going to bring you water. As soon as he left our, our presence, the one who was crying says, hey, what is soon? Why is, why your papa, why you have more, you have, you have pampered your child, now your child is dead, you are still, you are crying here. And when the man came back, the man of God came and this man said, Oh, mercy, Lord. Mercy. I'm talking about something I was just with it. They talk with you with their mouth with love, but they hate you in their hearts. I'm telling you. And you saw the HR would And that day, all those things will be reviewed. That is the reason why John said, Some of us will be ashamed. 
First John 2, 28. Let me show you that scripture. You go to heaven, all right? That's why I want to talk about who will make it to heaven. First John 2, 28. Hurry up. Can we all read together? I want to go. Stephen, please hurry up. First John 2, 28. There's nobody there. All right, so let me read from here. First John 2, the verse 28. And now, little children, abide in him, stay in him, that when he shall appear, we shall have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. And now, dear children, to all of us here, everybody here, continue in him, so that when he appears, we may be confident and not unashamed before him at his coming. As Osofo said, By the time he appears, you are lying. That lying alone won't take you to hell. No. Because what saves you is your faith in Christ. But you'll be ashamed. The disgrace and the reproach alone. John talks about sins that lead to death. It's not every sin that that takes you to hell. No. There's a dimension of evil you get into that takes you to hell. And I'll preach about that. I'll explain all that. Let me ask you. You are my son. When you offend me, do you cease to be my son? No. When you do something wrong, do you cease to be my son? No. It doesn't happen either. But let me tell you, you will never do well as a child of God if you live in sin. Hebrews chapter number 12. There's a point that your, the things you do, the unrepentant sins, will lead you to a point it becomes like a chain on your life where you can't liberate yourself. That leads you to hell. But listen to what he says. Which scripture did I quote? 12 verse 1. Hurry up. Please hurry up. Now therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything. No. Give me the New King James. It makes it very clear. Therefore, we also, as we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin. So weight is what? I mean, sin is what? It's a weight. And don't forget, we are running a race. We are what? That's what Paul is saying. I run well. What sin does is that sin doesn't make you to run. It's like a weight on you. You can't run. So you can't do well in your walk with God if you still live in sin. You will never do well. Take it from And if you continue to a certain point, you end up in hell. We also got by so great glory witnesses. Let us lay aside and wait and the sin which so easily ensnares us because you are running. And let us run. Wait, what? You are running. May you do well in your walk with God. Amen. I said, may you do what in your work with God? Amen. Third person, if you live right in serving God, it helps you yourself. If you don't want to live right, your evils become like a weight. Your unforgiving, your bitterness, the lust in the heart, the sins of the heart, it becomes like a weight on you. That's it. We'll be saying, hmm. A pastor was preaching. He said, somebody say, hmm. May God have mercy on us. Amen. I said, may God have mercy. Amen. I'm sharing six, but I think I have shared two. My time is also up. I've shared one or two. One. The imperishable crown. Wow. As a Christian athlete, Sin will weigh you and can make you to run well to get your crown. So It weighs you. You can't get to where you want to go. No matter how successful you think you are, you are looking. It's just a matter of time. Your, your success doesn't have foundation. Your well-being doesn't have foundation. No, I'm telling you. If you're a child of God, you're living in sin, you will never experience the real blessing, the real hand of God upon your life. And if you think you are doing well, it doesn't have substance. That's a, it's not, no, 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 no. One wind will blow you. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. One attack alone. I've never said this, but let me say this in closing. 
Let's go. We continue. I've never told you in particular because I share a lot of things with you. When we bought the Ashaman land, and I began to see that they have been planting juju and those things on it. After uh, Macho's incident, they planted something on it again. This one, they make it very physical because some people were contending with the plot with us. They said the plot belonged to them. So they're planting things on the land. You go and you see they're planting. Even the day we, we took a, a bulldozer to demolish the buildings on it, they have put a, a life, uh, they've killed a life pregnant um, goat. Yeah, so pregnant goat. They have, and they have put it in the, in the room. Yeah, pregnant. Then, after incident, uh, one of our workers, they were working on the land and all that, he went to touch one of the things. So he saw it. It was a big one. I, I think you were there. I was not there. He touched it. And how many minutes or so, from that time to almost about two, three hours, he, his, his hand sh shrunk like this. Now I'm talking on the Ashaman land where we are building the church. His hand shrunk. So they called me this and that. And by the grace of God, he became well. From that time on, whenever I step on the land, I always feel sharp pain under my DC here. And I feel it. Sometimes I come home and I, can't, I feel the pain. It comes and comes to the top of my leg here like this. Anytime I go to the land without this leg or that one or with this one, and to the glory of God, I never gave attention to because I knew what was happening. I never, I didn't pray about it. I just ignored the whole thing. And to the glory of God, when we done the flow, we did the flow till today. I've never experienced that again. When your foundation is not strong, I said, you can be a child of God, you can do whatever you want to do, but please listen. If you don't lose heaven, you will never enjoy your walk with God. I'm telling you. You might think God is wicked, but you are, you are your own problem. I'm telling you. You will never know the real God we are serving. One wind will blow you, even though you die and go to heaven. But the point is that that thing shouldn't have done, because greater is he that is in you and he that is never. But unfortunately, you have grieved the spirit that is in you, so he's inactive. When things are thrown toward you, you are not strong to withstand it. May God help all of us. Amen. How about you say mercy? Can you stand to your feet? Let's just say in your best region and also. Oh, Grandma. Oh, Father. Yeah. Oh, Grandma. Ah. Are you easy? Oh. Yamegama, Missy, or Grandma, oh, Grandma, oh, Grandma, oh, Please help us, Father, in the name of Jesus. I plead for mercy wherever I fall short in my walk with you. From today, I drop every sin. I drop every weight that entangles my work with you. Deliver me, Lord, to run well in the name of Jesus. Ancient of days, King of glory, the I am that I am, the one who was, he is, and is to come. We worship you, Lord. We magnify you. Thank you for the blessing, the privilege to come before your presence. Glory. The honor done us, Lord, to receive your word that carries healing, that carries comfort, Amen. that carries blessing, Amen. that carries deliverances. Amen. Let your word do its own work in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let your word find a space in our hearts. Amen. Let your word be registered in our hearts. Amen. And grace us, O oh Lord, to walk with you so that we can enjoy our work with you. Grace us, Lord. Every weaknesses in our lives, we decree the grace to abandon them and to drop them in the name of Jesus. Amen. No matter how we flourish in sin, it will never last. No matter how we flourish in wrongdoing, it doesn't have a future. 
Amen. Give us the true treasures of heaven, the true treasures, the true you that we can enjoy you better on this earth Amen. and experience you in dimensions you have never known before. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Let your grace be sufficient over us. I decree everybody here blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. All those online, I declare them blessed. Amen. May you honor our listeners in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let every good thing never be far away from us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let good come to us. Yes, Lord. I said, let good come to us. Thank you, Jesus. Let joy come to us. Amen. Let good health come to us. Amen. Let our lives attract your goodness in the name of Jesus. Amen. I would have lost heart mm. if I had not believed. Yes, that I will see the goodness of the Lord Thank in the Jesus. land of the living. Let your people see your goodness in this land of the living. Amen. As we serve you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name. Glory. In Jesus' marvelous name. Amen. Amen.